Hello and welcome to episode 21 of the podcast, English for Life in the UK. This is a podcast for intermediate level learners of English and it is produced by a group of volunteer teachers from the St Augustine's Centre in Halifax, Yorkshire. In normal times, we run a course at the Centre in English and this podcast is a support for those people undertaking that course. However, under lockdown, we have been recording these podcasts from our homes. As a result, the quality of the sound is not quite as good as we'd have liked it to have been, but I hope you will still manage. We hope these podcasts are of help to anyone who is trying to improve their English and at the same time learn more about life in the United Kingdom. You can find links to all the previous episodes and to the transcripts, the written version of all these episodes, including this one, on our website www.staugustinescentrehalifax.org.uk Today's episode is rather different. Uh, I am recording this a few days after the Eid celebrations undertaken by Muslims throughout the world. In previous episodes we have talked about Christian festivals such as Christmas, so we decided it was important for us to talk a bit about the experience of Muslims in the United Kingdom when they are celebrating Eid. This year those celebrations have been very different as a result of the lockdown. So in this episode I am interviewing three Muslims and asking them about the experience of Eid in normal times and Eid this year. You will find that the English language being used by these three Muslims is rather different. The first one Sheikh was born in this country. He is a native speaker of English and you will find his language is standard English, a very good level and quality of English. The second person I interview is called Jihen. She has been in the country about five years. Her English is good but she is still perfecting the language and she does use some non-standard English phrases. The third person I am speaking to, Mohammed, has only been in this country for a few months and quite understandably his level of English is more limited although still good for someone who has only been here for a short time. 
We hope that you will find these recordings interesting and useful for their content, but it will also show the progression of the English language for people depending how long they have been in this country. In the final part of this podcast, in the section we call language support, I will identify some of the learning points from these interviews. So we start with my interview with Sheikh. Welcome, Sheikh. Thank you very much for um, finding some time to do this interview. Um, just start off by just tell me a little bit, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Um, firstly, Mark, thank you for, for reaching out to the Muslim community to get their views and thoughts. Um, it, it's really appreciated. Yeah. So my name's Sheikh Ullah. Um, I was born here in the UK and my family are originally from a place called Bangladesh and I'm involved with my local community. That's great. Thanks, Sheikh. So can you just tell me in general terms uh, for Muslims, what, what's the importance of Ramadan and, and Eid to you? Yeah, yeah. so the importance for, for many Muslims is um, Ramadan, which is 30 days of, of fasting, which is for observance to um, God and our faith. Eid symbolises the end of, of Ramadan, where there's a, a, a celebration of many, many things. But the main thing is probably the special Eid prayer, which is performed in the morning, followed by um, seeing friends and family and receiving gifts, very, very much like all other faiths, um, uh, Christmas Day and, uh, and, and other faiths where it's, principle is is exactly the same where we we see our family we see our friends and we basically just have a good time but for for, for many muslims the, the the celebration or the run-up to it um the atmosphere and you can really tell by certainly the last week of ramadan gearing up in town and around the shops getting ready preparing for eid um and it's a, it's, a, it's a really um symbolic festival for, for all Muslims um, seeing the end of Ramadan and coming into Eid but this 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 year I think that I think now there's a more importance where younger children and younger family members and other people's people within the family are observing it as well. Okay so yeah so tell me obviously this year has been very different and we'll come to that in a minute just tell me what what would uh what would Eid have looked like in in most other years if you go back over the yeah. last two or three years what would happen on the need from for you and your family yeah i think that for me before lockdown Eid was um we would usually get up uh, in the morning and we would go to the special Eid prayer which is at 9 30 which is led by an imam there's a sermon and then there's a prayer and usually from the prayer we see our friends within the mosque and then from there I usually go to the graveyard at Almondbury because I've got uh, a number of my family members are there, including my grandma. So me and my dad and my brother, we usually get in a car with our children and we go to the graveyard and pay our respects to our loved ones there. We then come back and then there's usually a big meal 
usually at my dad's house because I'm, I've got a big family. So there's usually about 20 of us around um, a table um, in my mum and dad's house, including my siblings and our nieces and nephews. Um, we'd usually spend the whole day there and then the day after Eid, which would usually be Boxing Day in, in the Christian faith, we'd go and see our mother-in-law or our in-laws or our extended family or even my neighbours next door, um, Viv and Jim, they'd be around probably my house. Um, and it's a, it was a whole, not just a Muslim event, but it was a massive community event for non-Muslims as well. They'd embrace it as well. And that was really supportive. And it was always nice to see that. Yeah, that sounds sounds great. So this year has been very different, I imagine. Tell me a bit about it this year. Well, this year has been extremely extremely different um and from usually from from about the last week of ramadan as i said we're gearing up we're shopping we're buying clothes and presents for for you know for our children our family um we're usually in town definitely buying clothes but what we've had seen this year is that all the shops are closed all the graveyards are closed and because of social distancing measures we can't see friends and family so even when we were shopping online i was finding the delivery times were for clothes or for toys and my, my son wanted a, a special lego technique set because he's a bit uh, mad about lego and it was taking eight weeks to come which would have been in middle of june which would have been a little bit pointless but i think it's made us realize as a family of four my wife and my two children that you know sometimes on festivals certainly on eid i mean i'm I, i'm 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 guilty of it as much as anyone but i really just go out on eid um, and I buy lots of things for my children, for my wife, and we make it a big festival. And I think this year it's made me kind of like realise that we have got things at home that, you know, for example, clothes, for example, you know, the children, my children haven't even worn, they're in the packet. Um, and it was them bringing, bringing those sorts of things out. I think the hardest thing for me was um, the prayer, not being able to go to that, not being able to go go to the graveyard and certainly not being able to see my parents and my other siblings was extremely difficult because each year we rotate it and we'll have it at my dad's house one day my house the next day at my brother's house so there'll be about 20 to 25 of us we'd have a bouncy castle we'd have face painting and we'd make it a really good event but we'd have cakes and we'd go out and you know we'd really have like last year i think my brother ordered a sweet stand on a on a and none of that was it happened this year i mean you could tell in the atmosphere in the run-up to eat around the shops and around um town that it was really flat people wasn't really up for it because of of, of, of the lockdown and stuff like that but this year what what was different for me this year is that my extended friends and family non-muslim people who usually embrace eid with me as well are very very good and embrace eid with us you in previous years where we've just had messages saying Eid Mubarak, I hope you have a, a nice day. Their messages have been a lot more supportive this year, uh, in the sense that people have said, I hope you're trying to make the best under lockdown and trying to make the best out of it and the most out of it. And those messages and words of support have been really, really helpful, certainly to me, um, because it's been really difficult not being able to see your friends and family and, 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 and not being able to share and embrace Eid with the extended family. Yeah. I, I can imagine um, what that must have been like for you. And uh, it's good to know that there's been a positive side to it in terms of 
you know, you reflecting on actually do you need to go out and spend all yeah, that money? Yeah. Also reflecting on the the connections that people have still managed to make with you despite yeah. despite the restrictions. Yeah. So I mean it was it was a lot of uh, FaceTime on 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 the day of Eid um with my parents and with my extended yeah. family. But you know, it is what it is. We you know we we, we are blessed our community, I think that non Muslim people have been so supportive over Eid and Ramadan, it's, um, you know, it's really hard to express in words because their text messages, their phone calls, their words of comfort have really, really helped, certainly people like me and my family. That's great. Listen, thank you very much, Sheikh. I really appreciate you giving me time for this. And uh, I'll say thank you on behalf of our listeners as well. Thank you, Mark. In this next section, you will hear my interview with Jihan. Hello, Jihan. Um, thank you very much for joining me today. Um, would you just start by telling us a little bit about yourself? I'm Jihan and I'm originally from Tunisia. I came to this country um, five years ago, six, nearly six years ago. Um, yeah, and uh, that's it. <laughs> and I work now. And- now yeah. I work with St. Augustine Centre as um, integration and uh, support worker for vulnerable people. Yeah, that's great. Thank you, yeah. Gian. So, um, as you know, this week we've, we're talking a bit about um, Eid. So perhaps you can just tell me, for you as a Muslim, what's important about Ramadan and Eid? Yeah, um for Muslims, you know, Ramadan first is the ninth month of uh, the lunar, you know, year. Um, and it's very important month for Muslims as we have to fast and pray. Uh, it's the month of fast and praise and it's very spiritual month. Um, for me, I believe that it's the best month in in the year. Um, uh, and I think for all Muslims... Uh, because you get lots of free words and uh, to get, you know, if you fast, you will get lots of free words from God. That's what we believe. Um, and the rewards will be multiplied during Ramadan. Um, uh, for for um, Eid, it's the, the day of feast. You know, we celebrate it as our uh, biggest day in the year because it's uh, a day of celebration um after a long month of fasting so um as well it's um uh, the day of visits um, uh, sharing like gifts giving gifts to each other um changing gifts uh, it's um the best day i think ever <laughs> after ramadan <laughs> <laughs> thank you that's great yeah. Tell, tell me a bit about um, what would Eid have been like back in Tunisia for you? Um, I think it's nothing to compare with. You know, Eid it, over here is different from uh, my back country because in Tunisia we just um, don't, we used to not sleep the night of Eid. And all uh, we prepared the suite of Eid as well all night, the women, I mean, and the men's will go, you know, to get ready for Eid. So they go to barbers, 
uh, they go to Turkish bath at the night of eight, you know, I mean, <laughs> so it's from 12 o'clock, uh, you know, uh, midnight till the morning, till the prey of eight, you know. Um, yes. Same for women as well. They will go to the beautician and everything. So to get ready for the big day, um, then we have to put new clothes, clean clothes. Uh, we do as well bakhur, so uh, a nice of natural perfume, you know, with the charcoal and everything like um, then we go all to pray in open area, you know, uh, and we do takbir in the streets. So you will find all the streets full with people, women, men, children as well, uh, till uh, they arrive to the, uh, you know, prayer place. After that, we finish the prayer, we um, uh, go to... Um, each other like to visit change the visit visits so we visit the grandpa and grandma's house first then uh, the cousin's house and then normally we just gather in my grandma and granddad's house um but something traditional our tunisian culture is very nice because uh, when the men come back from the prey uh, he will get his as soon as he get home he will get his um coffee, Arabic coffee, with the sweets that has been made, cookies and uh, different baklewa. Um, and when he finished his coffee, he has to, um, he can't give the cup back without like putting something in it. Uh, for example, money or gold or silver uh, for the woman to say thank you. It's a way, Tunisian way to say thank you for the woman who's been cooking all the Ramadan, you know. Yeah. And I, I found it really nice, you know, tradition that we still have in it till now. Uh, whatever you can give, even a flower or anything, but you have to give that a cup uh, with something, not empty, you know. Um, yeah. yeah, so uh, I grew up with this culture. Um, when I come to... UK is different culture, especially my husband is not Tunisian or Arab. He is Asian. So different culture, different, but they're still Muslim. They still celebrate in Eid and Ramadan. Um, but it's completely different in this country. Um, so tell me, tell me what it's been like in this country before this year, because, of course, this year has been very different, yeah. hasn't it? So before yeah. this year, what, what would you have done for Eid in the last two or three years? Same thing. We just gather in um, my husband's parents' house and uh, my in-laws will all come to my, my uh, you know, father and mother-in-law's house. Um, my sister-in-law will cook, you know, for all of us like a big meal big feast mm -hmm. we will have it all together maybe five six families all together uh, the visitor will come and you know celebrate us for Eid and everything and we will serve them some food and some sweets and everything um but it's different from a little bit from our our culture you know from tunisian culture and uh, they don't have that you know uh, coffee in the morning with a sweet and you will get like uh, <laughs> something gift or something in the morning you, so you don't get the, uh, the the money and the gold and the gifts in the cup 
No, I don't get it. <laughs> but I'm trying to, you know, my husband this year, he um, he tried to get me something nice. Uh, uh, but it's not in the coppa separately. But at least I got something, you know. <laughs> Better than okay. nothing. And, Thank uh, you. Now, this year, this year, of course, in the lockdown has been, I know, different and, oh. and probably quite difficult for, for Muslims. Yeah. Tell me a bit about what it's been like this year, Jihan. Um, this year, first of all, in Eid, we just woke up a bit lazy. <laughs> Not like before, you don't sleep all night and then you go to pray because even the pray is allowed in UK in an open area and it's really nice. Um, but this year, they haven't done any pray in open area or anything, so which is a bit sad. But we performed, me and my husband, my children, um, Eid pray in our house. Uh, we yeah. got like a big breakfast, Tunisian breakfast. <laughs> and uh, I had the coffee as well with the sweets and everything. So I tried to apply my culture this year. Um, and then we decided just to go in a ride in the car and say hello to everyone, you know. Um, uh, and the second day of Eid, because my children, they couldn't cope. They, they had their new clothes on and uh, with the toys, new toys and everything, and they wanted to play, you know. So we just decided to gather like two families in the back garden and have some food with social distance. Yes. Um, so we managed, and the kids, they managed to play outside, you know, because we have big area outside, so they play together. And yes. I found it like, at least like something it's not like a big family like before but at least the kids like met their cousins and uh, they have some fun that day um, that's good thank you listen yeah. Jihan thank you very much that that's absolutely uh, re really helpful and finally here is my interview with Mohammed so um, <clears throat> So, Mohammed, thank you very yeah. much for, for agreeing to talk to us. Can right. you just tell me a bit about yourself? Where are you from originally and how long have you been in this country? Um, I'm from Syria. And how long have you been in the UK? Yeah, now around, uh, nine, around six, seven months. About six or seven months, right? More Thank than you. seven months, yeah. More than that, okay. Mm. And uh, um, you are you are a Muslim, aren't you, Mohammed? Yeah, yeah. I'm Can you tell me what's important about Ramadan and Eid for Muslims generally? Uh, there's there's uh, uh, just a very good for healthy Ramadan because it's fasting. Yes, and there's uh, and uh, there's celebrate for uh, for Eid also, and uh, we will we arrange uh, a family and or I will with the friend or like this anyway. So, uh, when you were in Syria, what would you usually do on Eid? We make some sweet, especially sweet. Yes, um, and uh, uh, this. Uh,
get some some money for children. We give some money to children. Yes, so that that would be gifts. Yes. Um, and and gift and gift, and gift yeah. yeah. And would you meet with other people? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yeah, of course we will. We'll visit all all the family in the in her house in their house or uh, or come to my house in, in uh, the visit yes. us. But but this is you know this situation this one is for coronavirus. It's not, we cannot do anything. That's one in in Syria also stop it. Nobody go somewhere or nobody come. You know, but this and uh, would you, for, in, uh, when you were in Syria, would you have prayers o- on the day of Eid? Yeah, would see. that be in the mosque? Yeah, we will go to, uh, to also to we go to a uh, Muslim break prayer morning, morning yes. time. Yes, <laughs> Sorry. And, and, uh, and, then, and do you have Sorry. a big? Do you have a big meal? Yeah, this this first day. Yeah, we'll make a big meal in uh, in our house because we'll all all the people come to visit us. All the family. How many people would you have at your house? Uh, more than 20, 22, 18, Between between eighteen twenty, like this around. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is the so a very big, a very big event. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. good. Uh, so, but, yeah. as you say, this year it has been very different for you. Yeah, obviously course, yeah. you've been in this country, but mm-hmm. also because of the coronavirus yeah, and the yeah. lockdown. So, mm-hmm. what did you do for Eid this year? Sorry, what did you do this year? For this year, Eid. I I I I didn't do anything because I go to uh, my friend when I'm alone because I cannot visit any anywhere or go, I cannot go anywhere. But I go yes. to to my friend and visit her around two three hours and we'll come back again because yes. I, I don't have any uh, lot of friend here. Because no, one, you yeah. Yes, yeah. you don't have your family here. No, no, there's no idea. Were you were you able to make contact with your family or friends for Eid? Of course, yeah, of course. Uh, I will contact with my family, with my uh, children, and with my wife, and with yes. also as uh, family because uh, I have my sister in Syria. <laughs> and uh, so, my auntie, so you, like my aunt with auntie with uh, uncle, I call all all of uh, family in Syria. Yeah, so them. you yeah. you spoke you spoke to them by telephone. Yeah, yeah, by telephone, by WhatsApp. Yeah. Were you able? Did you do anything else for Eid? Did you um? Did you have a meal yourself? In, in, in yeah, I have a uh, sweet. Yeah. I have sweet. I make sweet with uh, yeah with my friend. I make sweet. Yes. Yeah, that's little, yeah. Not, not too much, but yeah. it's, okay. Yeah. I spent yes. a good time. Yes. Mm. And uh, did you did you pray together? Of course. Of course. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I pray yeah. with them. Of course. Important for you. Okay. Mm.
Listen, thank you very much, Mohammed. Well, That's been well, very th useful. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. And see bye you bye. again soon. Okay, bye-bye. Thank bye. you. Language support. In this part of the podcast, I am going to identify a few learning points from the interviews with Jihen and Mohammed. Jihen speaks very good English, but she is still trying to improve and perfect her English. And in our conversation, there were some learning points for her and for you as listeners. One thing which is quite common for non-native speakers of English, even at quite an advanced level, is that they are still not sure about the use of the definite and indefinite articles. That is, the words the and a, or sometimes an. In English, it is usually the case that a noun has to have in front of it a or the. For example, a book or the book. Exceptions include when you use a number, so you can say two books, or a general number such as many books. Also, when the noun belongs to somebody and then you can say my book or, for example, her book. So when Jihen said of Ramadan, it's very spiritual month, she should have said it's a very spiritual month. Then there was another sentence which included this and another learning point. She said, in my back country the men's will go to barbers. So here we could say the phrase back country is completely understood but you would probably say the country I originally came from or the country where I was born. She said the men's will go, but men is a plural noun, so you don't need an S on the end of it. So it's the men will go. And she said two barbers and as we were saying in correct English you would say to a barbers or even to the barbers 
if it was a specific barber that you were talking about. One other point to pick up from the interview with Ji Hen. She sometimes confused the noun prayer with the verb to pray. So she said, we finish the pray. This is using pray as a verb, but actually here it is a noun. So it is, we finished the prayer. So it is to pray, the verb, and a prayer or the prayer, that is the noun. Muhammad is at an earlier stage of development with his English. He said that Ramadan was very good for healthy. Now, a better way of saying that would be that Ramadan was very good for his health or my health or our health. So it's health rather than healthy. A person can be healthy, but if you are saying that something is good, it is good for your health. Later, he said, all the peoples came visit us. Now here, the word people is a plural noun. That means you don't need an S. Just like with Jihen, we said men is plural and you don't say men's, so you don't say Peoples, it is all the people, came to visit us. Came to visit us. And then one more thing, very common at the intermediate stage of learning English, is to talk mostly in the present tense. A good development for Muhammad and others will be to try using the past tense when talking about things in the past. So he said, I call all my family. It would have been better to say, I called all my family. Then he said, I go to my friend. In the past tense, this would be, I went to my friend. So that's a few learning points from this week's interviews. I hope you have found it useful in terms of learning a bit about Eid in different cultures and Eid in the United Kingdom and particularly Eid under lockdown. And also to learn some language points as we listen to three different speakers at different stages of their learning of English. Thank you very much for listening.
and we will be with you again soon. Goodbye.